It's time to expect more from urgent care, like caregivers who take time to listen, smooth access to local specialty care if you need it, virtual visits and save your spot convenience, plus easy access community locations. And we're open 365 days a year to treat your sprains, cuts, fever, and flu. Northwell Health Go Health Urgent Care. Get more than you expect and exactly what you need. Welcome to a new era in urgent care. Hey, blue shirt breakaway sad people. It's me, Ryan. We're here with my friend Greg. Say hello, Greg. I guess I have to if you... I must. Yes, you must, and you did cut yeah. out like a robot immediately, which is... Did a, I? Oh, which... well, let's restart this bitch. No, we don't even need to. <laughs> oh, what? Look how depressed we are. We don't care. Oh, whatever. Who cares? So, Ranger fans, let's, let's talk. Bring it let's in. Let's have a discussion. I want to just, before we get to anything, thank you so much for listening to our... What is that noise? What is that noise? Oh, sorry. I have my whooping stick in my hand and I was tapping. <laughs> okay. This podcast is incredible. <laughs> I love it. No, we're keeping everything. Um, you're not restarting. Great. Uh, Ranger fans, thank you so much for coming along on this ride with us this season. Uh, it's been a pleasure having some of you along. I want to thank all the guests that came on this season. Now, we're not done officially for the season. Next week, we're going to do a, a blowout end of season blue shirt breakaway uh podcast it'll be very long have hopefully some guests on maybe have some a lot of questions coming in and we'll uh maybe we could all be sad together it'll be like a therapy session uh greg how's that sound to you uh, uh yeah i mean it, it it sounds better than having to watch this ranger team give up six goals in a game again oh no not yet not yet <laughs> um so I think that's what our plan is, and I think uh, I think you and I will be talking about the Rangers on the off season, maybe every other week, maybe every uh, three weeks. Uh, you know, I don't know if we should do every other week. I, I like how we're kind of hashing out our schedule here with our yeah, yeah. I think listeners that I think we got. It's to. good to tell the people what's going to happen. I think um, July first is an obvious one because I do believe that is the start of the opening of free agency. Okay. So that one makes a lot of sense. Uh, maybe we'll come back after um, the Eastern Conference Finals just to do a how are we feeling now? That's a few weeks down the road. Yeah, that's really. Good. I mean, look, as, as much as I like talking Rangers hockey, unlike other sports, like when the MLB season ends, you could kind of jump right into free agency. Yeah. Even if your team isn't in the playoffs, hockey just isn't that way. You yeah. really do have to kind of wait for the cup to be over and for the calendar to get to July 1st before – even have any kind of idea what's going on because there's just so many variables in hockey like basketball and football free agency is fast and furious and things are they just go a lot quicker than in baseball where you know you might get one notable free agent signing a week for seven straight weeks well like hear me hockey it's like a one week frenzy hear me out for this idea i'll hear you out hear me out so and we'll see if people even want this. Actually, I kind of just want to do it for fun. What if we did some nonsense pods? <laughs> now, like I had, like you need to, like you need to convince me to do nonsense. Like, okay, so I haven't watched Kingsman yet, right? What? I know. We talked about this. I, I know. But it just it. pisses me off every time you say it. What if you and I did a Kingsman pod in two weeks? <laughs> sure, and we'll sprinkle in some Rangers and some. Uh, we'll we'll make sure to do our Mets minute too. Yeah. By the way, we we love recording podcasts on Syndergaard night. We do. Uh, do you want to talk about how much you love him for a second? Uh, I do. He's off tonight, though. He's only sitting 98, 99 with his fastball. Oh, boo, 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 boo. He's also – you know, but the one real concern with Syndergaard is he just can't hold runners on. 
And I know this is a special circumstance because the Reds have a guy by the name of Billy Hamilton, and as soon as he gets on base, he can steal against anyone. But I think what's getting on runners, base? Billy Hamilton, right? He, he hey, he had a bunt single today, which is basically what. Oh my God, ninety-eight down the dick, and he struck out the pitcher. <laughs> I love Syndergaard. Um, no, but you know, Brandon Phillips had a stolen base. Syndergaard struggles to hold runners on. It's a, it, that's like. I guess every Achilles has a heel, and Syndergaard's is just can't hold guys on. But at the same time, who the hell gets on against them? Can so. we, can, wait, can I have a raise minute? Sure. Oh, man. I know, guys, we're going to get to Ranger hockey in a second. The season's over. What are you waiting for? <laughs> what are you waiting for? <laughs> what are you waiting for? Uh, so uh, I, I happened to go to Yankee Stadium this Saturday, and the Rays lost in heartbreaking bottom of the ninth two outs, two strikes fashion. But – I oh, did. I thought you guys won that game. No, we lost. Brett, oh. Gar- Brett Carter hit a walk-off in the ninth. I've never seen the Rays win in person. Um, hmm. That being said, good, good for you all, you all you Yankee fans that are listening. You're very, very happy. You're still in last place. I hate you. I, um, I should also say I went to Turner Field this weekend and saw a Mets sweep. So oh, that what was great. I- you went to all three of the games? Well, I went to the last, I went to Saturday and Sunday games. Yeah, I missed a nice. random one-hour rain delay in the eighth inning when the Mets were up three. So I wasn't really angry about that. Pass. That's great. Um, I actually got to see Blake Snell uh, do his Major League debut. And let me tell you, that kid is something special. He's going to be filthy. If you haven't picked him up in your fantasy wow. leagues when he comes back up, you got to get him. The curveball is something phenomenal. I don't know if yeah, you have a chance I'm, to watch I'm it. excited. I'm excited for Blake Snell. We have a very close group of friends that are in a very deep dynasty baseball league. And I think all of us has been – I have – uh, Jose Barrios on my team, and I'm very excited. And no we have one a... cares about fantasy teams. <laughs> yeah, but we have a friend that got Blake Snell, and very excited as well. Uh, Blake Snell is, is quite good. Uh, if you guys don't know who he is and you like baseball at all, check him out. Look him up. Anyway, Look him up. back I, to Rangers. Oh wait, before, before we say oh. that, I should also say I had the ultimate first world problem okay. over the weekend where okay. I got angry that the Mets moved Syndergaard back a day from Sunday to today because Jacob deGrom came back. And I was like, ah, oh, I got to see deGrom. What the hell? Yeah, what a, what a great problem to have. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much the most first world problem of all time. <laughs> like of all time. Uh, like, all right, oh, let's get to the Rangers. Blue, blue, I have to see this great pitcher. Uh, woe is me! I have to see the second best pitcher on the Mets pitching staff as opposed to their best pitcher. What a hard life. You put Harvey on. Th- all right. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get to this, you putting Harvey third on that list? Yeah, Harvey. Harvey was third. Like coming into the season, Ooh, I didn't think there was any doubt. These like shots. It, I'm not just saying this. First of all, that is no slight to Matt Harvey. No, it's I not his fault that he's in a pitching staff with DeGrom and Syndergaard. And that is not me overreacting to the slow start Harvey got this season. I just – the two pitchers, I, w- I would want Syndergaard. If I had to win one game and had to choose Met pitchers, I want Syndergaard. If I had a second choice, it would be DeGrom. If I had a third choice, it would be Harvey. But I got to tell you, Stephen Matz is coming right up his ass because Matz is looking great. You Whoa, really? Oh, Matz, Matt, is, looking, Matz is looking good. Harvey has, first of all, that is a bit more of a reaction to how Harvey has pitched this season because it's been poor. It has And been. he hasn't looked like a dominant starting pitcher. I, I agree, but I think he's off to a slow start. Sure. And I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm chalking this up as maybe it's just four bad starts. Small but sample size. St- Steven Matz had one bad start. He's just been magnificent every other time out since then. So. Okay. All right, fine. All right, enough of that. We've, we've got through all our nonsense. We usually let's, save, let's get, let's save get it for to the depression now. Let's go. Okay. How, Rip the band-aid off. how embarrassed were you watching that game on Saturday? Uh, fairly embarrassed because I was the only New Yorker in an Atlanta area bar while Sweetwater 420 Fest was going on, which is one of the local breweries in um, Atlanta. So a lot of people were coming in and out of this bar. 
Some of them were casual sports fans. Uh, I think one of them was at least pretending to root for the Penguins. And it was literally just a lot of me going, okay. And All right. right. Okay. Sweet. Another beer, please. And, like, I'm sitting there in a Met jersey. Like, obviously, I got a little geeked when they were up one nothing, And then I got 50% the same level of geeked when they got back up 2-1, to one, but was a lot more cautiously optimistic. And then it was just, like, a slow stream of just, like, steaming hot garbage just entering my face. <laughs> it, it was, it was, it, it was depressing. Visual. But then at the same time, like, if anyone wanted to say shit, I'd be like, hey, by the way, how are the Braves? How are the Falcons? How are the Hawks? What's up with Atlanta? Well, Hawks are yeah. okay right now. They're not going to do anything, though. Uh, they blew that lead against the Celtics Twice. yesterday. Twice. Um, yeah. So not great for them not either. Not great. No, you're right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Atlanta. Suck it. But, uh, man. Also, the Atlanta lost two hockey teams. Two. And yes. they didn't just lose hockey teams like other places in the, Amer- in the United States. They lost the hockey teams at Calgary and Winnipeg. Are you yeah. kidding me? Well, they're Canadian. They love it up there. They, they, hockey should have never been yeah, Atlanta. That's it, like that's like the tenth and fiftieth biggest market in Canada. And I'm sure I just like slammed Winnipeg, and our three Winnipeg listeners are gonna be like, "Oi, that was a little rude, eh?" But we're okay. We're and okay. apparently, Canadians are now English. Oh, my accents aren't great. Yeah, that, you're killing it. You also became a robot halfway through that, so that was awesome. Let's go. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, Hank got pulled three times in this series. I Not his fault, by I, the way. I know, I but I could have never, have ever predicted that to happen. That well, be- if I if I if I asked you, Ryan, yes. um, if the Rangers just decided not to play defense in front of Hank with the likes of Malkin, Crosby, Kunitz, Latang, oh, and Kessel God. on the ice, how, what exactly do you think is going to happen? I, <laughs> well, I think we saw what would. Uh, it would, uh, that team has so much talent at the top. It's it's so frightening on their power play. It's it's yeah, almost unstoppable. But when you give them when you give them help, it's just embarrassing. The what was it? Was it the second or the third goal where the Rangers just didn't cover the guy to the right of Hank and he just <laughs> put the puck perfectly back across the crease right to Haglin, who was ready to slam it in. They just ignored him. Oh, they ha- literally didn't put a body on him, and that was even strength. Haglin played the Rangers on that. On that play, he he had puck control like the whole time. He lost it and got it back and to himself, put it right in. It was it was embarrassing. Like we were watching professional hockey and it looked like a team that miraculously got to the Frozen Four and all of a sudden had to go up against you know Boston College and Boston College just stomped on their throats. Yeah, well, that's exactly what happened to us. They stopped on their throats. It, and I mean, I do believe sure before boy the series, you said uh, this game, it would be Pittsburgh Penguin in five. And I went, whoa, 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 Greg. There's no way that's happening. And now. Uh, and then it did. And, now, and look, as, as depressing as the Rangers played, all credit in the world to the Penguins. They took advantage of their chances. They created their own scoring opportunities against the Rangers. And they exploited a clear weakness. So you, and they one of the hottest teams. Oh my God. Wow. That guy just gave Conforto an easy double. And I love it. Not the point. Um, Penguins played at their absolute best. We saw the apex of what the Penguins are able to do and all without Mark Andre Fleury. And they're going to look that Capitals Penguins series. I'll tell you right now. I think the Penguins are going to win. I, I think they're going to knock off the Capitals. I do too. Especially because the Capitals after demolishing the Flyers in the first three games struggled and making them look like, <laughs> embarrassing them in that game three. Mason let up six goals. Uh, really had a hard time. Like, yeah. really hard time. 
you saw some uh, some cracks in the Capitals' armor, and honestly, I, I didn't see any in the Penguins. Like, game two is such a distant memory that I can chalk that up as to one bad game for the Penguins and the Rangers kind of catching lightning in a bottle. I, I think the Penguins are the team to beat in the East, and I, I think they got a real chance to lift the cup, especially if Flurry comes back at full strength. See, I don't even think that's a big deal uh, if Flurry comes back. Matt, Murray looked good. Murray looks really good, and he's 21. He's like the goaltender of the future for them. Yeah, I. They're. He's he's like a the stud. Penguins. The so, Penguins are only going to get better because the people we criticized earlier on in this year saying they didn't have depth. Well, they raided their AAA team from the, the AHL. They took people like Sherry and Kunickel and all these young kids, and they brought them up and they put them in the show, and they're performing, and they're like. They're, they're going to be dangerous for a number of years. I mean, they're always going to be dangerous as long as they have Crosby, Malkin, and Kessel. But you get, you had guys like Sheary on the back end of that who are just perfect role players for what they're trying to do. And it it's unfair. Like, that's just great team management and team development that we did not see the Penguins doing earlier in the year. Well, that's because they fired their coach, and once they got a new one, that was it. Yeah, you know, and – yeah, they're, they're going to be trouble to deal with for years to come. Whereas the Rangers, man, it, it, it's decision time for the New York Rangers. Uh, and we're going to talk about that in the future and not tonight because tonight is the Quickie Depression Pod Edition. Uh, yes. Where we have like eight more minutes of talking about nonsense in the Rangers and we will be going. Did stay in the bag? I think they're going to say stay in the bag. He definitely stay in the bag. Votto's too good. Challenge! Um, I, no, hate, I hate MLB replays. So oh, I hate I hate uh, blue line replays for offsides, so we're good. Yeah, that is something that needs to be retooled as That's well. That's got to be redone. That's not Greg, good hockey. Greg Wyshynski, um has some good opinions about it, and he just says, like, the rule's kind of being misused. Like, you can't allow an NHL play – like, if you want to challenge an offsides, you almost have to interrupt the um, rhythm of the play. Right. But it's like you can't inter- – it, it, it's like a double-edged sword. You can't just, like, throw a challenge flag mid-possession if offsides isn't called. But you also can't wait for a goal to be scored. Like, it, it, it bastardizes the intent of the rule a little bit. And it is beyond frustrating. And they got to rework it. And – I don't know if the answer is just eliminating it, but it, it honestly might be. Yeah, and uh, I know that did, that did benefit the Rangers once, but it did hurt us once very badly also. Um, yeah, it, you know, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, speaking of which, want, let's talk about more depressing things. Watch the Islanders win last night in overtime. I did not watch that, actually. Oh, oh I, Neil Walker, you beautiful man. Did he just home run? Make a, no, make a play? Ball. I, yeah. got, I got – now I'm sad. I okay. thought he hit a double down back the line. To de- back to depression. Watch the Islanders. Yep, I'm, beat, I'm, full, I'm full on in. Beat the Panthers um, last night. No, watch I, did not watch second, I did not watch a second of the Islander game. Uh, I was driving back from the Mets-Braves game. We got back with my buddy Jim, and I got back last night around 8.40. We watched overtime of, of Celtics-Hawks and then immediately turned on Thrones. And honestly, I did not know the Islanders won until this morning. Oh, that's that's a uh, yeah. Well, I guess they did. Uh, I watched Thrones last night too. We won't talk about that because spoilers, and uh, everyone dies. And everyone, what is dead may not die. That's true. And yeah, they, so it really hurt watching the Islanders win. And I will go back to the point: we should have lost to Detroit on that Saturday. We should have yeah. lost to Detroit. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I tried to defend non-tanking measures uh, when the Rangers were playing because I was like, I don't want to go into the playoffs, yada, yada. 
on the downswing. But I was explaining this to my buddy Jim, actually, on the car ride home. What it really comes down to is the, at least in the regular season, I, I think I'm actually over-evaluating how good the Rangers might have been. The Rangers may have been one of the two worst teams to make the playoffs uh, out of the East this year. And they really, like the Islanders probably were somewhere along the lines of the fourth best team in the East. Your, your best team had to be the Capitals. I think the Penguins were the second best team, definitely heading into the playoffs. Panthers were third. And I really think the Islanders, if you were doing traditional seeding, should have been a four seed. So the fact that the Panthers, tough luck for them, had to go up against the fourth best team in the East, whereas the Rangers, who were probably the fifth or sixth best team in the East, had to deal with the second best team in the first round. And it's just – it. I like what the NHL is trying to do with playoff matchups because we get divisional games in those first few rounds that really juice everybody up and get you amped. Like it's, it's fun as a fan when you have a good team and you're playing a rival in the first round. It adds a little something more to the playoff series. And, you know, who am I to be bemoaning saying, oh, our matchup wasn't fair in the playoffs? Well, if the Rangers didn't want to play the Penguins, they could have taken matters – into their own hands and done something about it, but they didn't. That's what the Islanders did. Up they with fucking who, threw they that did. last game against the Flyers. And you know what? More power to them. The Islanders, you know, if the Islanders played the Rangers, we probably would have lost the Islanders too. The Rangers, simple fact, we're not prepared for a deep cup run this year, despite how positive I tried to sound. It's impossible to make a deep cup run when you're playing with three defensemen. I just want to say Which real is quick. what the Rangers were doing. Yeah, I just want to they, say it real quick. They were, they were, they were, so underprepared for the playoffs because for better or for worse, they felt like they had to play Girardi and Stahl. And the fact of the matter is playing those two and not playing McElrath and not just trying literally anything else killed this team. I agree. I will say that I, I, for our listeners, I know Greg's voice has gone uh, many different tones and robotty today. Uh, Have I? Yeah. Right now you sound great. I have no idea. But, I don't um, know. Before My this, phone's equally depressed. Wow, right now you sound the best you've sounded all podcast. I don't get it. No. Um, so, yeah, the phone's depressed too is what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. Uh, um, let me ask you this question. Is there, sure. Is there a team you are now rooting for? Um, you know, I like the Blues. Okay. I like the Blues. I, I think St. Louis is a fun team to root for despite me really not caring for their fans. But I just – I don't like – if. That's I don't want Cardinal the, fans. Yeah, and that carries over to a lot of things. I just I don't want one of the like old guard from the last decade winning. Like I'm bored of the Blackhawks. I'm I'm bored of the Penguins. I'm the Panthers would have been my squad if they beat the Islanders, but they're out now. Uh, the Capitals. Before you I say anything I just, else, I'm I all in on the Sharks. I'm all okay. in. Okay. Yeah. I'm no, I'm in. fine. You you and I are basically you know we're we're. Picking teams that just haven't done much in the last 10, 15 years, and we're hoping something changes. Yeah. And I'm also kind of hoping just like the storyline that the Capitals can't win in the playoffs is just too fun for it to end. Oh, and it's the best. I like if the only good thing the Penguins can do is if they knock off the Capitals in the next round. Like that, that'd just be, that'd be funny in a really cruel way. For be me. phenomenal. 
Um, so why don't we do this? Uh, over the next week, we'll take a bunch of questions. Hopefully, people will actually ask questions. If not, we'll just sit here and talk next week about how sad we are. We'll actually prepare for a podcast because obviously this one we did nothing. Right. And next week, we're going to attempt to answer you know, the most important question in the room, which I think a lot of people – tried to answer today and I, I just don't I think I need a little bit more time to mull over the options and really think about it you know what the hell are the Rangers going to do next that is the most important question on any Ranger fan's mind and I don't think you can answer it the two days after the season ended I you know it's probably too soon to try and answer it a week after the season ended but we're going to try so because we- honestly it's going to take a lot and the Rangers are in a really dangerous position um, and I will only tease this out by saying it is Greg Kaplan tradition for me to tie everything back to the Mets. <laughs> and I said this off air between you and I and a couple friends today. The 2016 Rangers are in the exact same position the 2008 New York Mets were in. And the Mets decided to go one way. And you could argue that it both hurt them in the short term but help them in the long run. And I think we're going to have to, we're going to have to answer some real questions next week. I agree. I agree. And uh, it's going to be tough. A lot of those questions coming. I think I know what my answers are and I don't want to say them yet. Uh, and I will save that. So. I will only, I will, I am not going to, I'm not going to tease anything. All I'll say is I'm very excited for Brady Shea hockey. I'm and excited for some. I, I think I'm going to get a 76 Shea Jersey just because the name in and of itself is perfect because you'll never get – like unless the Rangers sign someone named Mike Piazza or David Wright, I think Brady <laughs> Shea is the most Met name I'll ever get. That's so true. I'm, I might have to get that jersey. I'm excited for some some Pavel next year to be honest. So here's here's the plan. Next weekend we're going to have a uh, – next week. Next Monday night you and I will record a blowout pod. It will probably be the, one of the longer pods we've ever done. will be the full end of the season. Uh, talk about the future of the Rangers and uh, – I really think uh, there's one person I'd like to bring on maybe with us that will talk about all our prospects going forward. Uh, hey, Peppers, I had him on two weeks ago. Um, he knows more about hockey prospects than anyone I've ever talked to in my entire life. So maybe we'll have him come on with us. It might not hurt for us to bring back old friend Jeffrey Belinsky as well, who can give us kind of an outlook on the entire Metropolitan Division, just not the Rangers. Think yeah, bigger picture. I agree. Well, maybe we'll do that. We'll, we'll touch on our prospects with Hey, Peppers, if he wants to do that. And uh, and then we'll we'll lay out a schedule for nonsense pods because you know what I'm I'm gonna miss talking to you on Monday nights, buddy. Oh, I mean, if Syndergaard keeps pitching on Mondays, you should just we should just, just podcast. Just, Don't even ask me questions. Listen. Just listen to the noise I make when uh, Syndergaard do does certain things. The Cindercast. So oh, don't get me excited. Yeah, you know I I like the Mets minute idea. We'll see where this goes. I don't know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we'll just do one minute long podcast. Greg, how do you feel about the Mets? Not great. Not Greg, not great, but we're winning. We I can't guess. stop hitting homers. Yeah, that's pretty much so it. So many homers. Uh, but now Alejandro Diaz is up. Th- thank homers. you everyone for listening this year. I'm really glad. I've, I've met a lot of, of great people through this podcast. Sappy, sappy, sappy stuff. Uh, next year is going to be way better because we learned a lot this year. Like, like this whole episode, Greg's mic's been shit. But we're gonna try. I've, to- I make no promises that we're actually gonna be better next year. That's true. I'm promising it, so you can call me out. Um, you know what I? You know what I didn't do? I, I forgot to put my phone on uh, silence. Oh, it, has, it hasn't vibrated, so that's good news. But I think like the, actually, it's actually my internet that's crapping out. Yeah. Because the Met game keeps freezing too. 
Yeah. So I been... think I think I just got bad Wi-Fi today. Yeah, something's something's wrong with your internet. You've been you've been crappy all podcast content and everything. You know that's really been about it. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a fun season. Uh, it's a sad ride to end this way, but we'll be back next week, and we'll have a bunch of nonsense pods coming up. And uh, thanks everyone for hanging out. It's been a long day without you, my friend. Okay. I'll tell you all about it when <laughs> I see you again. All right, now we can leave. We're done. Uh, uh, we are done. Uh, one more thing. Oh, Daza, did you get a hit? That's that's going foul. Uh, that's foul ball. You piece more, of shit. One more thing. Jeff did recommend to us uh, a rival podcast called Puck Soup. Uh, worth checking out. Great fucking podcast. Yeah, I'm all in on Puck Soup. It's amazing. Greg Wyshynski, Dave Lozo host. It's phenomenal. Their last two guests, last week was Andy we- Anthony Weiner. Which was phenomenal. It was amazing, incredible. amazing podcast with the once New York representative. The scandal maker. Uh, and the week before that was Katie Nolan, who was just great in all facets of life. And if you don't like Katie Nolan, I don't know why you're listening to us. Because she's fantastic and we obviously will never agree. Yep. Uh, and I have to say, I feel like I, I hear a lot of us in the puck, uh, the puck podcast, the puck soup podcast. Yeah. They just have a lot more followers than we do. Yeah. Like a lot, <laughs> <laughs> like a lot, like a ton, Yeah, uh, but yeah. they have a lot of fun there. And so do we. So I'm sorry. This, this podcast was mostly like, Hey, I'm sad. This sucks. And a lot of nonsense, but I'm pretty sure that's how every Ranger fans feeling today, but our Ranger met contingent feeling pretty great. Hey, two in our last 10 games. Let's so, go. So I hope that we cheered you up a little bit. Uh, probably not. Probably like six of you will listen to this one because it's all done now. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. but stick around. We're gonna have a lot more for you coming up, and next year we're gonna have actual guests and like more stuff and more nonsense and maybe something better. <laughs> I might have a microphone, maybe, and a computer. But those are big ifs. Those are big ifs at this point. But depends yeah. how Brohegan two goes. Oh, Brohegan two, Electric Boogaloo. Let's go. We'll have a Hi, bro- Steve. We'll have a bro. Hey, Steve. We'll have a we'll have a Brohegan to uh, recap. We'll do a lot. Li- we'll do a live pod from Brohegan. I would love that, man. This is gonna be a lot of nonsense this summer. So if you like, I know there's like three people uh, out there that like listen to us weekly, and you're like, well, what am I gonna listen to Ryan and Greg talk about now? Don't worry. <laughs> I we got you covered. Don't worry, buddy. We're here for you. All right, buddy. I'll see you next week. Uh, we'll do the blowout pod. I will post about it on our Reddit and our website, blueshirtsbreakaway.com. You can follow us absolutely nowhere and have a great time. Enjoy. Bye.